on ktalk.co.za, on the app, on DSTV Channel 885, and across the city on 567 AM. Now, in legal talk today, we want to revisit the issue of taking sick leave and what companies are obliged to allow and what employees can and can't do if they're off on sick leave. It's a conversation that's been prompted by a recent case in the Labour Court in which an employee at MediClinic in Potchefstroom was actually dismissed after it was found he had attended a wedding while he was supposedly off on sick leave. And the court found that even though he did have a bona fide sick note for his days off, he'd used that leave dishonestly honestly by attending an event when he was meant to be resting and recovering. To interrogate this case and remind us of some of the basics around sick leave, uh, I'm delighted to welcome back to the show Labour lawyer Mike Bagram. Always great to have you with us, Mike. Welcome. Thank you. And thanks once again. That is an interesting topic. And of course, it's discussed every day at the workplace. Absolutely. And Mike, it it goes both ways. There are employers who try to take advantage of sick leave um, uh, and employees who do the same. We all know those, those who take a sick leave when they're not really sick at all. We know those who expect you to be at your computer working from your sick bed when you are on leave. So there's lots to talk about here. The court in this case wasn't having anything of uh, the employee's argument. He said, my sick leave was approved and what I did with the time after that was my business. And the court said, actually, not so much. Were you surprised by the outcome in this case at all? Absolutely not. In fact, it was duplicitous behavior by the employee. Mm. If you read carefully into it, you'll see that the employee first applied for normal leave to attend the wedding during that same period. Yeah, That application was turned down. Uh Then, miraculously, the employee decided to develop a sick note, uh, go to a doctor, get a sick certificate, and then go and attend the wedding. Now, that's that's breaking the trust relationship between Mm -hmm. the employer and the employee because that's the cornerstone. The cornerstone of every employment relationship is one of trust. And if you're going to do something as bad as that and lie and get that sick certificate, it doesn't actually – it doesn't give you a cover-up for your sick leave. And you must also remember one other thing. It's not the doctor that gives you sick leave. It's the employer that gives you sick leave. You are merely giving the employer certification that indeed you can't work during that period because of illness. Mm -hmm. So the employer gives you sick leave on the advice, hopefully truthful advice, from the doctor. Now, it's very easy to fool your doctor. You can go and say... I've got a bad back, I can't bend, Mm. and I'm a fitter and turner, I need some time off. Uh, A doctor would give you time off because they they obviously have honest patients, and then they would give you a sick certificate to take that time off. Mm. Um, And tell you a quick case that I had a few years back, about five years ago, where an employee for stress took time off. She went to a psychiatrist, she took time off. The psychiatrist said, you need to remove yourself from your current circumstances, she was going through a divorce, and remove yourself from those circumstances, get your mind right, take the medication, take off three weeks, and then let's see how you are, you can go back to work, and he gives a certificate to that effect. She then goes to Mauritius on holiday to get her mind right and to get away from her current circumstance. She was living in the same um, house as a, as a future ex-husband. Okay. And whilst then Mauritius obviously posted some photographs of her wonderful time drinking a pina colada on the beach, the employer sees that, has a disciplinary hearing, and dismisses her. Hmm. 
Hmm. Now, that was not right in the end because that landed up at the CCMA. We then had to get the psychiatrist to give the report and say, but this fitted in exactly what I advised her to do. So in those circumstances, that's fine. But in these circumstances, what you see in this particular case, it's absolutely wrong. It yeah. is, as I said, duplicitous behaviour. There's no grey area at all here, as there certainly could be argued there was in the Mauritius case, but certainly not going to a family wedding that they knew full well you'd been intending to go to all along. Mike, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the very basics that the employment, um, basic conditions of employment guarantee and promise in terms of what you're entitled to uh, for, for sick leave. Won't you just remind us of the, of the broad outline? Yes, it's done in terms of the Basic Conditions of Employment Act, the Act number 70 of 1997. It's done in terms of Clause 22, which is headed sick leave. And there's a sick leave cycle over a 36-month period. And what it, what it effectively boils down to is you would have one day's sick leave for every 26 days worked. One day for every 26 days worked. Obviously, during that first cycle, it's a bit more difficult during that first year of the leave cycle bit more difficult but you would then have a look at the one day and every 26 but there must be if you've taken off two days or more mm-hmm. and you've been absent from work for sick leave or two days two consecutive days or on two occasions during an eight-week period so a bit complicated but if you're effectively during eight weeks off two days for sick the employer can ask does not have to ask and you do not have to produce if you're not asked but the employer can ask for a medical certificate. Yep. That medical certificate has to be issued and signed by a medical practitioner. In other words, someone who's certified to diagnose and treat patients who's registered with a professional council but problematic with a sarcoma, mm-hmm. a witch doctor, because some of them aren't registered at all and that's a, created a lot of problems. But if that person then, the medical practitioner, then would certify that you're unable to work and during that period, yeah. at that point, the employer can then say, I accept this, and if there is still sick leave owing, we will pay you for the time off during your sick leave. If there isn't sick leave owing, it doesn't mean you can't take sick leave. A lot of people come to me, and especially employers who are being nasty and saying, they've used up all their sick leave, they can't take sick leave now. Well, obviously you can, it's just that you won't get paid then during your sick leave. Right. You have to show... And in fact, you were unable to work. Many years ago, I remember going into a clothing factory in Cape Town and I was speaking to some ladies who were working at a table. There was 10 ladies working at one table, putting buttonholes into shirts. Mm. And they were busy discussing, they didn't know that I was the company's labor lawyer. Mm. They were busy discussing who would be taking off sick leave the next day. Gosh. And I, I stopped them and I said, but that's not right. And they said, yes, well, we have so many days owing to us, we must take it. It's ours. Hmm. But that's not the point at all. Sick leave is not something that is like normal leave that that you accumulate and owes to you. It can only be taken when you are unable to work during that period because you're sick. So it's not like an investment to say, I'm going to have X amount of sick leave this year and I'm going to take it whether I'm sick or not. And a lot of people do, of course. We know what's going on out there. So that happens. There's also this um, problematic area when someone takes the day sick in between. If a public holiday falls on a Tuesday, which we're about to have, Mm -hmm. we're about to experience it in this country where a public holiday falls on a Tuesday, a lot of people take the Monday off a sick leave. 
And I'm thinking, yeah. oh, well, I can get a nice, exactly. solid the long weekend. Exactly, the of a long weekend, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, that, again, that would be wrong, and it's it's illegal, and you can't suddenly develop an illness of such as a, a swollen toe and say, well, I can't come to work because of that, and you see it on Clifton Beach. That, it's also not acceptable. Yeah. The other thing where employers try and say, well, if you take off a Monday or a Friday, I want a sex certificate. You can't demand that because it only can be done after two consecutive days or two days in an eight-day cycle. There are a lot of companies that do ask for that. I, I think almost every one that I've ever worked for has had that rule in the company uh, regulations, Michael, that if you took sick leave on a Monday or a Friday, you had to supply a note. So you're saying that's not actually in line with the Basic Conditions of Employment Act? No, it isn't. It's making, yeah. it, making your employment more onerous, in terms, and you can't do that in terms of basic. I know everyone asks for it because people tend to have a bubble us on a, on a Monday, so they take sick leave on the Monday, or they want a long weekend, and like we all do. I also would like a long weekend, but you can't suddenly take that sick leave. But if the employer is now insisting on a sick certificate, that's not acceptable, and they might see a trend that we have our sick leave numbers go up very high every Monday. Yeah, um, and I, a lot of my clients in my law firm, they tell me this: that the Mondays is a favourite day to take sick leave. You can't insist on it. They still put it in the contract, and people do, do occasionally oblige and get a medical certificate for it. But you know, it's expensive to get a medical certificate, mm-hmm. and it's quite an on- onerous situation putting on an employee. It costs you a few hundred rand to get a medical certificate. Yeah, if you were home and with a bad cold, that's going to pass in a day or two. Uh, a day, uh, yeah, it, it, it can be onerous. Yeah. yeah, Mike, a couple of questions and, and points of clarity for from me and from listeners. From my side, what is deemed reasonable? I mean, you you are not well enough to be at work. You maybe have got a really virulent cold, or you got the gastro bug that's going around. A, you're not feeling up to working. B, you don't want to make everybody else at sick at work sick with with a, a contagious bug. But what is reasonable of what to expect of the employee? Should they only be at home resting in bed? Is it reasonable to go and pick up the kids from school, maybe pop to the shop for milk and bread? Uh, has anybody ever sort of challenged challenged where those lines yeah, are? People do often, especially employers who are now suspecting that that employee is abusing the sick leave situation. And they do challenge it, but it, it's not unreasonable to pick up the children if you've got no one else that can yeah. pick up the children. So it's not unreasonable. And it is bad to go into work if you've got COVID or you've got that really bad virulent tummy bug that's been going around South Africa. It is bad because everyone else is going to get sick and and you're supposed to be protecting others. Um, The reality is many employers are targeting employees that aren't, in fact, industrious. And that's where they're looking. I mean, if someone works hard, produces what they're supposed to produce, doesn't regularly every week apply for sick leave, um, that person, you're not going to target them if if, if they are solid employees. Um, and many employers know who is the person that is being wrong and the person that is actually making use of the sick leave. They, they know who it is. Mm. Um, and then, of course, if you have some sort of illness that is going to be ongoing, I think it's best to go and actually sit down with your employer, share this, share this uh, problem and to say that I've got an ongoing problem, I'm going to have to go once a month for tests or uh, my injections or whatever it is, or I've developed a dreaded disease, 
I think it's best. A lot of employees come to me and they say, listen, I don't want to share this with my employer because it's going to put my job at risk. Hmm. And you know what unemployment's like in South Africa? Yeah. We're almost at 40%. So people are very scared to come forward and say it. But I think you're running a greater risk if you don't share that yeah. with your employer because they're just going to think that you are a useless employee or someone that's yeah. not loyal. And I mean, it's for precisely that kind of case that you should be saving your sick leave, Michael, and not uh, going, oh, I feel like I had an extra day on a long weekend. Because when you need it because you are genuinely ill with something that needs a good chunk of time off of work, boy, do you want to have paid sick leave still available to take there. Now, a question from one of our listeners asking about the medical certificate. What about a doctor's letter that simply says a medical condition but doesn't disclose the nature of the sickness? Is that acceptable? Michael, does a medical certificate have to give detail? No, no, absolutely not. In fact, it shouldn't be giving detail. Uh, and then the medical profession are, are quite strong on this, mm-hmm. um, that this is confidential information between the doctor and the patient. And the employer doesn't need to know this at all, unless, of course, uh, the employee wants to actually have it disclosed. But invariably, your illness is something which is private. A lot of people don't want to go and tell the world that I've got cancer. Yeah. Uh, they don't want to go and tell the world I have AIDS. That, that sort of thing is absolutely private and it's common practice for most sick certificates. In fact, uh, the last two dozen I've seen have always said that the employee has indicated that he or she is unable to work from X date to Y date. That, that's sufficient. Yeah. And an employer can't challenge that. What an employer can do is they can get their own doctor to phone the employee's doctor to say, is this genuine? Is it true that this employee can't work? And normally that's the easiest way to solve this because the two doctors have a confidentiality amongst themselves and they solve that problem by saying, yes, I phoned that doctor, it's genuine, and that's the problem. My biggest problem I'm experiencing in the past few years now, in fact three years now, is that people are going to sham doctors Hmm. and getting stolen certificates. And in fact, in one particular case, a group of employees were going to the sham doctor because that doctor only charged 50 rand a visit, but it, they actually thought it was a true doctor oh, gosh. in investigating it. So we couldn't actually take too much action against the employees because they thought, okay, this is a doctor who's true. set up now where we live. It's only 50 rand. Everyone else is charging 300 rand. And also you could tell this doctor how many days you need it. Hmm. And unfortunately, we had to crack this open because it became... Uh, enormous in this particular workplace, but in cross-examining and I cross-examined the employees myself, they actually believed that they were speaking to a doctor who was nothing of the sort. Michael, before we run out of time, an important question from Peter that I think stumps a lot of people. What happens if you genuinely get sick while you're already away on annual leave? Can you convert your annual leave to sick leave? Yes, absolutely. In fact, the Act tells you that you must do that. Okay. Um, that you, because then the reason why you get leave, annual leave, is to recuperate. It's yeah. to, to get back your, your inner strength. And if you are now developed, and we have a lot of that during COVID, if you develop COVID while you're on leave, um, yes, you would then convert that to sick leave. You would immediately tell the employer, inform them, so that they could change their records uh, and yes, if necessary, if they ask for a medical certificate, you could get one. Okay. Then final question before we must wrap up. Michael, if you are on sick leave, 
assuming that you're genuinely ill, you've done the right thing in taking a day to recuperate at home. Can you legally refuse to do work if your boss says, well, you're at home, but you've still got computer access, so we would like you to do X, Y, Z while you're there? A bit of a grey area that's perhaps more of an important area since we've all started doing so much remotely since COVID. Yeah, no, it's not a grey area at all. If you're on sick leave, you're sick. Mm-hmm. You don't work. You don't um, work. Some employees yeah. say that I'm I'm happy to do that because I'm bored and I'm, I'm happy to do whatever record keeping you want or whatever, but you're sick and you are genuinely off work. You don't have to work. I mean, it's, it's wrong of an employer to insist on that. You're supposed to recuperate. Crystal clear. Michael Bagram, always great to have you with us on the show. Thank you for your time this afternoon. Thank you. Michael Bagram of Bagram's Attorneys and their website is bagramsattorneys.co.za.